Chapter Seven of Faulkner's Folly by Carolyn Wells. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Seven, Natalie, not Joyce. But the desired interview with Natalie was not achieved before the funeral of Eric Stannard. It was two days after before the girl would consent to see Robert, and then under protest. I've nothing to say," she declared as she came unwillingly into the reception room to meet him i'm not under arrest and there's no law that can make me talk if i don't want to the lovely face was troubled and the scarlet lips were pouting as miss vernon flounced herself into a chair one foot tucked under her and one little slipper tapping the carpet she looked so like a petulant schoolgirl it was well-nigh impossible to connect her with the thought of anything really wrong but robert roberts was experienced in guile and was by no means ready to accept her innocence at its face value no law ought to make you do anything you don't want to he said smiling but suppose it's to your own advantage to talk the sympathetic good-natured face of bobsy roberts had a pleasant effect for natalie's spout disappeared and a look of confidence came into her blue eyes i wonder if i can trust you she said meditatively as she gazed at him with an alluring intentness you sure can returned bobsy but he consciously and conscientiously steeled himself against her witcheries no i don't think i can she said after a moment and with a tiny sigh of disappointment she looked away go on question me as you like why can't you trust me oh i trust you as far as that goes but i see you suspect me of killing mr stannard and didn't you bobsy believed in the efficacy of sudden direct questions but miss vernon was not taken off guard no she said quietly i didn't but when i say i didn't it implicates mrs stannard and i don't want to do that can't you tell me what to do well it's this way if mrs stannard is the guilty person you want it known don't you no indeed if joyce stannard killed her husband she had a good reason for it and i'd rather nobody'd know she did it what was her good reason well you know mr stannard was that is he had eyes for other people beside his wife you for instance yes and the flower face took on a look of positive hatred and of angry reminiscence i have no kindly thought of eric stannard if he is dead he was kind to you too kind in some ways and not enough so in others and his wife was jealous who wouldn't be he petted her to death one day and the next he neglected her shamefully i will trust you mr roberts now listen if joyce killed eric i don't say she did but if she did why can't we just hush up the matter and pry into it no more barry wants that and so do i and who else is to be considered the law justice humanity all things right and fair rubbish let those things go consider the wishes of the people most concerned then straighten out a few uncertain points where are the emeralds goodness i don't know that foolish letter wasn't written to me to whom then i don't know that either some one of eric's lady friends i suppose fancy my wanting him to divorce his wife and marry me bobsy looked at her narrowly distrusting every word this girl he felt sure was far from being as ingenuous as she looked but he was in love with you 
natalie blushed a real natural girl blush i can't help that mr roberts i am unfortunately a type that men admire it is the cross of my life that every one is attracted by my silly doll face bobsy roberts laughed outright at this naive wail of woe you needn't laugh i am in earnest i get so sick of having men fall in love with me that i'd like to go and live on a desert island with whom and bobsy looked at her intently with barry stannard she returned simply we're engaged now we couldn't be while mr stannard lived for he wouldn't hear of it threatened to disinherit barry and all that but now it's all right miss vernon to my mind that speech clears you of all suspicion if you had killed eric stannard because he wouldn't let his son marry you you never would have referred to it so frankly of course i wouldn't now don't you see since i didn't kill him it must have been joyce it's been proved over and over that it could not have been a burglar or anybody like that and so i want to stop investigating and leave joyce in peace and then after a while she can marry eugene courtney and be happy does she want to marry mr courtney of course she does he was in love with her and she with him before she knew mr stannard then eric came along and stole her yes stole her just like a caveman she was carried away by his whirlwind wooing and too he was celebrated and well you know masterful and he just took her by storm she never really loved him but she has been good and faithful though he has treated her badly and if she killed him it was it was because she had reached the end of her rope and couldn't stand it any more and too she has seen a lot of mr courtney lately and oh well she was mad that eric took such a fancy to me and so look here miss vernon just see if you can reconstruct the scene to fit in with the theory of mrs stannard's guilt how do you mean can you remember about the light going out and the cry for help and all that exactly no i've tried to but it's all mixed up in my mind i think if joyce i mean whoever did it must have struck the blow and then turned off the light and then gone out of the room and and come back again and that could have been you as well as mrs stannard you were both discovered in practically the same circumstances you're trying to trip me mr roberts but you can't do it now look here if that note had been written to me wouldn't it mean that these emeralds were mine and wouldn't i claim them but it states distinctly that you know where they are and the presumption is that you have them in your possession indeed i haven't i wish i had i mean i wish i had them rightfully in my possession they're wonderful stones look here mr roberts why don't you suspect mr truxton he's gem crazy and you know gem enthusiasts often go to any length to get the stones they covet i hadn't thought of him and supposing he did commit crime to steal mr stannard's jewels just how did he get away afterward without discovery well suppose he stabbed mr stannard then turned off the light and then slipped out through the billiard-room when joyce's back was turned too unlikely besides mr courtney who sat on the bench on the lawn just then would have seen him leave the house i suppose he would natalie drew a deep sigh do give it up mr roberts you never can untangle it are you going to stay here long for a time mrs stannard has asked me to and barry wants me 
the simplicity of the girl's manner almost disarmed bobsey but he went on mrs tanner then has no hard feelings toward you i don't know honestly mr roberts i don't know whether she is keeping me here because she suspects me or because she doesn't did mr stannard leave you anything in his will the rose-pink cheeks flushed deeper as natalie replied yes he did you probably know that already no i didn't was it a worthwhile amount from my point of view yes it was seventy thousand dollars phew decidedly worthwhile from almost anybody's point of view i know what you're thinking cried natalie as he paused it's an added reason for suspecting me of killing him it might be construed so well i didn't i was pretty mad when he made that horrid etching from my goldenrod picture and you smudged the wax impression so he couldn't use it i did not i would willingly have done so if i thought of it but i didn't do it all the same who did whoever killed him i suppose then that lets out mr truxton or a burglar of any sort it leaves only mrs stannard mightn't she have done it a jealous woman might do anything but joyce wasn't especially jealous of me no more than of anybody mr stannard might be attracted to and to whom else was he attracted nobody just now that i know of you see mr roberts i was just about to leave this house because mr stannard was too devoted in his attentions to me i tell you this frankly because i want you to understand the situation and i want to understand it tell me more of this matter well mr stannard had told me several times of his affection for me and had told me he would remember me in his will and not more than a week ago he told me of joyce's caring for mr courtenay though how he discovered that i don't know for joyce never showed it she was good as gold well mr stannard didn't say so in so many words but he implied that if he and joyce separated and it could be arranged and she you know married mr courtenay would i marry him and i was so mad i flew into a rage and-and scratched up your picture no that wax plate hadn't been drawn then it was afterward that he drew that and then i was madder than ever and in the heat of your passionate rage you-no i didn't i tell you whoever killed eric stannard i didn't then what did he mean when in his dying moment he said natalie not joyce tell me that i will tell you and the girl lowered her voice and looked very serious i know exactly what he meant and joyce stannard knows too he meant you'll think i imagine this but it's true he meant that it was natalie and not joyce whom he loved and whom he was trying to beckon to at that moment it was impossible to doubt the honesty of the speaker the great earnest eyes were filled with mingled pain and shame but the girl meant what she said i know it she went on you see he had said to me several times natalie not joyce by way of a teasing bit of love-making eric was not a bad man it was only that he could not keep from making love to any woman he might chance to be with and when i would reprimand him and bid him go to his wife he would laugh and say natalie not joyce till it became a sort of byword with him and i know that's what he meant that night when he was hurt he didn't know he was dying and he called to me in a half-conscious plea to come to his assistance 
also he could see me more plainly joyce was rather behind him and his clouding brain spoke out as he saw me and called for me as a matter of fact that speech though made so much of means nothing at all he wasn't entirely conscious and he spoke as one in a dream but he did not mean that i had stabbed him did he know who stabbed him how can i tell that but if he had known that i did it or had thought that i did it he would never have said so had he been aware of what he was saying you mean if you had been guilty he would have shielded you rather than accused you with his last breath yes or joyce either or any woman eric stannard would never accuse a woman of wrongdoing his speech meant anything rather than that miss vernon this puts a very different light on your connection with the affair why didn't you tell me this before can't you understand mr roberts i have no love for eric stannard i never had any his attentions annoyed me his insistence on painting me as he wished to also annoyed me i would have left him long ago but for barry also i am fond of joyce she has been most kind to me and never jealous of me until lately now i hated to announce that those dying words meant that mr stannard put me ahead of his wife in his affection especially as it didn't altogether mean that it was merest chance that he saw me and not her but he did see her for he said natalie not joyce yes i know and the little foot tapped the rug impatiently but i mean he saw me and he was for the moment interested in me and he was in pain or a sort of stupor or oh i don't know what his sensations were i'm sure but i want to show you that he spoke at random and it didn't mean as much as it seems to natalie had grown excited her lip trembled and her voice was unsteady either she was desperately anxious to make the truth clear or she was making up a preposterous story if she were guilty this was a great scheme to divert the suspicions so emphasized by the victim's statement and if she were innocent the story she told might well be true let me follow this up said bobsey looking at her closely then mr stannard was so in love with you that he called on you in a desperate moment rather than on his wife but he didn't know it was a desperate moment i don't believe that man was conscious at all the stab wound was practically fatal at once what he said and did after it was involuntary don't you know what i mean he was only half alive physically and almost not at all alive in his mind his brain couldn't that be true i suppose so in fact i think it must have been and yet no it seems to me it would be logical for him to tell even without a clear consciousness who his assailant was remember blake asked him outright who did this and he said i know but you didn't see him and i did he was not looking at blake he didn't even hear him he was in a dazed state and seeing both joyce and myself he must have seen us both his subconsciousness called out for me i am not vain of this preference i wish it had all been otherwise but i insist that explains his words and joyce knows it too how do you know she does have you talked with her on this subject oh yes we have discussed it over and over mrs faulkner and joyce and barry and i have gone over every bit of it a dozen times is it possible what does each of the four think since you deny the deed you can tell what is the consensus of opinion in the household that's just what i can't do 
you see we all hesitate to say anything that will seem to accuse either of us mrs faulkner i can see plainly is uncertain whether to suspect joyce or me she is convinced of course that it must have been one of us but she pretends to think it was a burglar she is fond of you both yes she adores joyce and she is most friendly to me i've only known her since i've been here but she seems to believe in me somehow she understands perfectly that mr stannard meant just what i say he did by those words she knows how he acted toward me and how joyce felt about it then she suspects mrs stannard she doesn't say so she sticks to the safe theory of an intruder you can't blame her none of us can suspect joyce it's too absurd and barry stannard what does he think oh he vows it was an intruder he's thought up a dozen ways for him to get in and out all equally impossible i suppose so unless i hate to say it but mightn't blake have let him out not unless it was somebody known to the household well said natalie vernon End of chapter seven